This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. You're my kind of people. So this is Julie Southwell, my my cohort. And the songs I'm gonna do, I love how Jane said it, like a book like bookmarks, you know, so the first song will be about the beginning of my journey, and then we'll end with the where I am now, but um, just sit back and we'll get into faith and the questing spirit. Infinite spool unwinds 
Mother Earth, Father Sky, who are we before we die? Oh, Mother Earth, Father Sky, what are we when we die? Thank you. Thank you, Julie Southwell. All right. Here we go. Faith in the questing spirit. Does that intrigue you? What do I mean by that? Faith in the questing spirit. The most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. It's the source of all true art and science. Albert Einstein. The mysterious faith. So I just want to give you some background about me and why faith became such a topic for me. I grew up in an atheist environment where faith was not even allowed in the conversation. You know, it was like science, proven science, whatever that is. So for me, I felt there was something more. Have any of you ever felt that? And so fast forward through my quest to become a self-actualized human being, one of service, one that chooses to create an experience of fulfillment, and one that chooses to evolve, I had to really dive into what is faith? And this isn't a blind faith for me. And then as I work with hundreds of people through my mentoring, my own transformational journey, I found that it's an essential ingredient in creating a purposeful life. So faith. So I have a passion about teaching it not only to myself, to really be conscious with the faith that you choose to cultivate and expand inside. Conscious. And how do we do that? Any ideas? I gave you guys questions. Where in your life do you feel you have the strong faith? Did you think about that? And the second one was what areas in life would you like to create unshakable faith? So what does that mean? So unshakable faith. When I look at my faith, I started to really dive in. What is faith? What is my faith? Faith is trust in something unseen, unknown, and just knowing it's there. And we can all say that. And we can say that, but then when life happens and starts shaking the ground under you, are you able to really anchor into that? And so if you aren't, how do you stay there? So I'm going to use my examples of where I know I have faith. And I love this place because you all seem to agree. I have faith in love, in the vibrational frequency of love, high vibration. Not in a person that's up in the sky somewhere. For me, coming from atheist background, that was just unheard of. But I have faith in the law of resonance. It's a law. So I like laws, science. There, I could do that. I could do love. No matter what, I trusted love. But then the question is, when life shakes, how do you stay anchored in the love? And I've got some great techniques for you guys. It takes practice, but you really can check your own faith. So I would love you to just look inside for a minute, close your eyes, and just think of a place 
in your own life where you feel you have a very strong faith in something. Take a deep breath in. Complete exhale. And bring your attention to your heart, the center of your heart. And another deep breath in. And a complete exhale. Now reflect on your life just in the recent week or it can be in the past. And really tune in. Where did you have faith when something was really not okay in your life? And now think of that experience that isn't easy in your life. Could be right now or in the past. Maybe a loved one got sick. Maybe you lost a relationship. Whatever it might be for you. When that thing happened that shook the ground underneath you, were you able to draw on that faith And if you weren't, that's okay. I'm gonna, I want to leave you with a seed that can hopefully sprout and you'll be able to use it. So take another deep breath in. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Did anyone find the place in their life that they had faith? Did you find where you had it unshakable? Great. Now, if you reflect there, for me, personally, it's love. Like I said, that's where I go. And it first goes the law of resonance. And then I think about law, and I think of myself as a musical instrument emanating out love. So I emanate out love. And then love. And what is love? Well, it starts where you can really check where you are if you're shaken, the First place to check are your thoughts. That's the best place to know if you're really authentically in a state of love because your thoughts don't lie and they have to resonate with the emotion. So that's where I go first and we can access our mind, especially in a high state of emotion, trigger, we'll say, fear-based state. Check your thoughts, that's number one. That's the first thing. If something's going on, where am I? Number two, move into the emotion and say, okay, what is this emotion I'm feeling? Because as soon as you move away from acknowledging what's authentically there, like if you are angry and pissed off, or if you are sad, or if you do feel shame, you have to acknowledge that first because energetically, the law of resonance, whatever we avoid will grow and expand. And where we focus expands as well. So these are places, and I just want to share a brief experience of mine to give you an example of how I work with my faith and my faith in love. So everyone knows we've been going through COVID and the whole vaccine, no vaccine, vaccine, no vaccine. This summer, my dad, who's right here, Joe, <laughs> Joe Leonardi, <laughs> he was adamant about not getting the vaccine. And, you know, everyone's all, they thought their way was the way, right? And I just, I personally believe in everyone has to find their own way. That's what I believe. But my dad was adamant. And he was so adamant that that vaccine wasn't right for him that I had to listen. And, and he was getting pressure because he's in the elderly, you know, area, the compromised immune system. But the same day, he made an appointment, and that same morning, he called me. I was going to call him, and I, I wasn't going to take him because I knew he didn't want that, and he didn't believe in that. And he called me and said, I'm not going. So we were on the same page. <laughs> and so we were pretty happy about that. Well, fast forward a month, he got COVID. And it was really, really, really bad. He almost died. And 
I had gotten the vaccine, and now my sister, and they were like, we need, dad's dying. We got to take him to the hospital. And in that moment, I felt some rage come up inside me because I was so angry that I chose to get vaccinated, and now I had to go to the hospital <laughs> and expose myself because he didn't get it. But as I was trying, this is the part about faith. As I was driving at night, late at night, to go to the hospital, because my sister also got COVID and everyone in the house, and they didn't get vaccinated, and I didn't have it, and I was vaccinated. So my brain was talking about that discussion. You know how we do. And I was driving, and I remembered my faith in love, my faith. And I said, is this a state of love right now that I'm in with this rage and frustration and resentment? No. Who do I choose to be with this experience and journey I'm going to take with my father right now? And so as I'm driving there, I changed. And I said, I trust. I trust his soul is on the journey his soul's supposed to be on. I trust my love, that I am love, and that will support this whole situation. And I trust that I have faith in that dance with the universe that we all do individually and collectively. So I drove to the hospital, and there was my dad. And the first thing he said to me was, I should have taken it more seriously. <laughs> and I said, it's OK, Dad. That's nothing to think about right now. Well, my dad had told me that he wasn't afraid to die. And in one of our heated conversations about him getting the vaccine, I said, so if you get COVID and you die, are you good with it? And he said, yes, I am. So I also knew that. And I was on the ride with him. So that was the first part in the hospital. And luckily, they, his lungs were good, so he didn't have to stay there. And we went home, and the next three weeks was a battle. But it was a beautiful battle. I chose to be peace. I chose to be love. And I chose to dive completely in to this thing that I trusted and had faith in, which was the soul's journey. And together, we, we got through it. One day, he was in bed looking like he was going to die. Actually, I thought he was. And I came in with my medicine drum, and I said, Dad, are you ready? And he said, no. <laughs> this virus is kicking my ass. You know, I was like, all right, then you need to buck up. We need to get on it right now. So I started the drumming, and we started breathing. And we started doing ohms. And then he drank some water. And from there, he started building back. Now, my faith, this story is incredible because of that whole journey with my dad and my sister and all of it. We've since realized my dad's going to move. He found a beautiful new place to live, found new community. And when I look back at the whole journey, I see how important the whole entire thing was. My trust, my faith that every single human being, every single one of you has that golden compass in your heart. And if you listen to it through the energy vibration of love, it'll guide you. Whether it looks scary or wrong, if it's in your heart and you are aligned with love, you will be guided. And I know that to be true. And then I trust love, that love really is the thing that is the most creative force we have here. So this is my quest for faith, my conscious quest for faith. And each one of you, when you go out in the world and you're faced with something like this, this kind of experience, and we all are right now, there's a lot going on in the world. If you're watching the news and you feel the rage coming up, you know, on some level, I do, 
I, I do a lot. You know, I'll feel these things, and I'm like, oh, the world, what's happening? But underneath, I trust that I'm here to create love and add that and contribute that to the field, and I have faith in that. So when you're feeling that, just check your thoughts, number one, thoughts. Where are my thoughts? Am I saying that? Jerk over there, or, oh, my God, I'm afraid the world's going to come to an end or whatever it is. You know, this party's going to get power and take it over and that, whatever it is, check your thoughts. And then with that, you'll see where you are and then go to that place in your heart that you, you just each felt and call on that place and focus there and then align your thoughts with that. Who do I choose to be in this moment? Now, it sounds easy, and sometimes it's sort of easy, but most times it's not. It's really hard. This is evolution. We are not wired to shift away from fear. We're here to survive. So that's a normal mechanism we have is scared. I'm scared. So that's one little thing. I hope that can work for you. I would love, does anyone have any questions so far about faith or what you experienced here in yourself, your unshakable faith, shakable faith? Anyone? I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So, Anastasia, I'm, I'm just I'm curious because I've just been through a conversation where my emotions took off in the beginning and then because of my daily devotions and my practices, I was able to come back to a really great space. How do you um, transcend past the other person's dynamic or whom I'm living with? Like, how do you transcend, you know where you're at and you know where your faith is and you can find peace and joy in that circumstance. And so treating them with respect and treating them with love and compassion and understanding and empathy for how they're feeling. But if they don't cheat, like, I guess that's an energetic thing. No, I think that's a great question. How do we deal with other people, you know, in our lives <laughs> with this thing? And, and what I teach and what I train people, number one, the first step, 100% accountability for everything you feel. So if you listen, and I do this too, if somebody's annoying you or irritating you, are we in a state of love? Are we in a state of acceptance? No, we're not. So what you do, it's a great question. The number one is you breathe. And number two is when you really dive into that, you look at it, there's somehow an expectation if I give love, I want love back. That's the hook right there, you guys. That is the hardest part that's been for me, too. So it's a great question. And all that takes, it's an easy thing to do. Again, where am I? Where are my thoughts? Where's my heart? How do I feel? What do I choose to be in this moment? And breathe. The breath really helps relax the amygdala, fight, flight freeze response and you just calm get center maybe not say anything these things come as you practice it takes a pra it's a practice for sure and then you respond through whatever your core is what what did you choose as your faith what was your what thing do you believe is faith for you and do you trust the most well i do trust as you said with your experience with your dad um that everything is meant to be and I have this experience of knowing that this is all going to work out for personal growth for deeper love deeper humanitarian understanding like I know all of that and so what you said about um, there was an expectation it's like I told you I'm sorry like 20 times and you never told me you were sorry there was the expectation yeah. and that's not what love does it doesn't say you're sorry so that they say it back. So thank you. That's perfect. You just did great. Did you see how your thoughts then went to, okay, I know that I believe everything is happening for a reason. Those thoughts, you know, our mind, we can access our mind first, especially in a triggered state. That's the first place you can go. So you actually did a great job. You're like, okay, here I am. 
and then this is what I know, that immediately starts to shift that frequency inside you, just those thoughts. So that's the first, that was awesome how you just did that. And then you come back to center and good on you for being so authentic with yourself and catching where you had expectation. That was perfect. So you just keep doing that and you get better and better and better at it. And then you guys, another thing I believe in as, as the law of resonance, if I am love, there's nothing I need to do. I don't need to leave this person. I don't need to do this or that. Energetically, love attracts love. And 90% of the time, if we are love in, this, in the company of a fear-based emotion, 90%, that being will spiral up and meet us in love because that's our natural state of being. 10% will, will choose to go resonate somewhere else. Does that make sense? And, and it's, I believe in that too. So that helps me not have to say anything or make my point or make sure they heard what I'm saying. It's like, I just know I'm going to be love and trust this. And then that, that frequency will come into my field and they'll begin to tune to my frequency. And this is truly my vision for the planet. This is what I have been working for since... I can't even remember the Gandhi statement, be the change you wish to see in the world. I always said, how though? <laughs> I need to know how. And someone, this new community is amazing. Someone was in the Buddhist philosophy for the Western mind. I am all about that. Yes, thank you. I, I love that because it's true. How? How do we do it? Do I just sit here in Lotus? No, your brain's gonna just be like, whatever you are. <laughs> So that is faith. And as questing spirits, which I know you all are, because you wouldn't even be here if you weren't. You would not be here. Everything I've seen, Jane's energy, we all resonate together. And the more we resonate together, these are waves, sound waves, literally that go across the planet. And just if you can believe that and be that and keep tuning your instrument, every day with just a, you know, quiet prayer. They, they were talking about prayer. It's so important to just take a moment. Who do I choose to be in the world today? Where are my thoughts? Where is my emotion? And what do I have faith in? And I'm going to be that. And I'm going to cultivate that consciously, moment to moment. That's all you need. It's just each moment. This is all that exists. So one step at a time, and you will start to expand and grow and be more love in the world. Yes, Joe, Dad. They had something about my faith. It, it took a tremendous amount of faith to, to make the choice of not taking the vaccine. That's true. And every day, it was, it was, the pressure was incredible listening to the news reports. So many people died, this, that, and the other thing. My, 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 my base, my greatest faith came from, just, it came from my belief that my, my, my this beautifully created body of mine will get me through it. And it did. It did. Yeah, I, got, I really got sick and I was really heavily sick. But I'm, but I'm here and I believe that I'm even stronger now. My immune system is even stronger now after going through that. That was the, the payoff. 100%. Yeah. It, it is so true, and I can attest to that. My dad had unshakable faith in his body, and I watched it, and it almost took him down. And then when we went in, and with that medicine drum, that vibration, I was, I was hitting it so lightly, and he said he could feel his cells realigning. It was a very powerful experience for both of us. But you're right, he did. He absolutely did, and there was a reason he went there, because then later, where he's living now, they made him, he got a vaccine. He's like, I didn't even know. I was like, I heard you got the vaccine. He's like, yeah, it was no big deal. And I knew, okay, he went through the journey he went through. You know, he just, he, he had to go through that, and I had to go through it. And my sister, our whole family transformed because of my dad's faith in his body. That's a great, 
great reminder. Thanks, Dad. And he is better than ever. And here he is, right there. So anyone else have anything to share about their faith or questions or anything, how to tune it up? I hope when you leave that you can just remember these words. Just watch your thoughts. That'll tell you where you really are. Not blind faith. This is a new evolved faith. Conscious faith. Conscious. What do I choose to believe in and trust and what do I choose to cultivate and expand? Because I don't think we can just assume it's going to be there. You can't just assume it's going to be there. You know, oh, just have faith. Oh, when one door opens, another closes. But, but what about that middle room? You know, when you're sitting in the belly of fear, in the turbulent stillness, what do you do there? That's where the faith really, re, you'll really see. And if it's not there, you can get it. Where are my thoughts? What am I feeling? Who do I choose to be in the world? And what do I choose to contribute to the collective field? Anything else? Yeah. I would, I've got my, my mic. You got me on, Nico? There we go. Um, I was just going to share, Susan Warnick left some wonderful books out on there, and I, Kevin and I were in here yesterday dropping stuff off, so we got first dibs on some of her books. But one of the ones she put out there was um, The Teachings of Buddha, and I started reading it last night, and knowing that your talk about faith was coming this morning, because, I mean, I'm just a few pages in, but talking about <sighs> Buddha after he was enlightened, you know, people coming to him and saying, this is... You know, but what about these teachings? And, and this has been passed down for hundreds of years. And what about what they taught? And he said, well, how do you know that? You know, how do you, why do you believe that? Did, did you have direct, you know, some direct connection with that? And, teach? and what I am kind of discovering or what it sounds like is Buddha doesn't re really believe in, in faith. It's, or it, it comes with it's something that you just know, you know? And so I'm, I'm just... I'm now questioning, you know, what does faith mean, really, you know? Yeah, I, I completely know what you're saying. Because it's like, how do you know? This is what I did. Again, love, period. I feel like love, that's everything. That knows everything. It spans time. It spans, it's it's where you get the information from the past. You know, it's on these wisdom currents that come in. But mainly, if you tap into your heart, don't get too into the head about, were these people there? How do they know that they walk like that? Because they don't. Let's face it. <laughs> Nobody knows. Not to mention you have zillions of people interpreting it through their lens, which is a whole nother added dimension to it. So I just cut all that out. <laughs> Where's my, am I in love? Am I resonating in love, which is ever evolving too, by the way? So I go back to the center, go back to this moment, because this is all that exists. And then it's cool, because when you're in that place, you do get some great input from there. And hey, if you know it, and if that thing has your heart expand, go for it. That's what I say. That's what I say. Does that help a little bit? Confirm. That's exactly what I was. Yeah. I, f I feel it's like I don't have faith. I just I know. Yeah. Because that's what feels right. So that's, that's yeah. That's right. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that uh, what works for me, uh, it's so aligned with what you're talking about, is just the simple question: What would love do? Every time, uh, if I get triggered, uh, and I, I have to take time, like you say, to breathe, look at your thoughts, but the question has to pop into my mind, what would love do? And that puts me back on track. Thank you so much for saying it so succinctly. It's so true. It's simple. What would love do? It's a great question. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for what you're bringing. Um, you know, when I went to look at what do I have faith in, I honestly couldn't find anything. And what I found myself was sitting out in the woods 
and being with nature. And like, and, and many times over my life, I, I, I seek solace and refuge and there. But I couldn't find anything. And I realized just my experience of the past four, four years <laughs> uh, has, I, I have a very hard time having any faith and in Buddhism, when I understand it, it's verifiable faith. So you can come to believe based on experience. The past four years has shattered that for me in humanity. I can, I just have really hard time having any hope or that, so I can't even look there anymore. I have to bury my head in the news sand. And, but just, so that's so like my faith I don't know how to, just, that's my experience. I, I, I'm trying to come, wrap it up with a question. So I guess, you know, the first part about checking your thoughts. So what's happened for me is like when I go to faith, I'm back in my thoughts about faith. Okay. That, I'm so glad you brought that point up because that's, that's mostly everyone, especially in our Western culture, we're trained in distraction. We're trained in our, our monkey mind, Right. But, but I would say what you can say, what you can do personally. What, what did you feel when you saw yourself in the woods? What do you, what do you feel there when you, when you think about that space? I, I mean, that's where I feel safest, which is in some ways great and in other ways sad because I'm really running away from the things that I'm, you know, like a seeking refuge from. Yeah. So I do, but I do feel safe and peaceful and and I'd like to have that experience all the time and I've never been able to have it like I have out in the woods well I just want to say you're not running away because when you are feeling that that's what you're giving and you can build on that because the more you practice feeling that peace and that safety you're going to expand and then that will lead to other things you don't have to jump to faith right now I understand where you are. I really do personally. I, I've been there a lot where the woods didn't even fill it. It was just a black hole. But so baby steps. Don't, don't think you have to have faith because you don't. What you know, though, is the woods creates an environment of peace. And you start resonating. And you can trust yourself as an instrument and that you know how to resonate because that's what the woods are. <laughs> They're peace. They're everything. It's all intelligence. So you can trust. We'll use trust instead of faith right now. You can trust that when you go into the woods, it helps tune you as an instrument. And just start there. Simple. Simple. Does thank that help? Yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, I find the hardest thing for me is because I'm very much where he was. I it's hard for me to remember to keep you know for a long time I was very big on the good of humanity as a whole and uh, yeah in the last yeah four or five years it's just been like taking a lot of hits. Yeah. But uh, the thing I have trouble with is. In the moment, I, I know what I need to do. It's remembering, <laughs> having that that um, watcher who stands, that ob observer, not watcher, uh, I guess it's the same thing, who stands next to me in spirit and says, hey, you're in that play, take a breath. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm caught up in the moment of uh, adversarialism and I just wonder, this could be a whole other topic actually, but I just wonder is there any, how do you enhance your ability to recognize where you are when you're there, as opposed to just going for the knee-jerk response and then later being thinking, oh man, that was a perfect, I could have just breathed in and, and 
you know, then, then I start beating myself up for not having the faith I know yeah, I have. I know. <laughs> no, these are great questions, Eric. Here, for you, everyone's individual. Like when I work one-on-one with people, I have, I can read your systems and how they work and what you need. But Eric, here's what you do. <laughs> First thing, just take just take one day at a time. But let's let's say just for the next until I see you again at Kirtan, uh, just take say your only job is to take three breaths. Start with the breath, okay, and then don't judge anything after that. That's it for now. Until I see you, <laughs> practice that. Just say one thing. Because I used to be like that. I had rage that would come up, and I had my, my husband used to call, say, Tourette's, Tourette's, because I'd be like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> and all this stuff would spew out of my mouth. Bad. <laughs> and, then, and then I started doing this practice, and it would, like, come up to my mouth, and I'm like, ah, and it would come out the gatekeepers off duty. But each time I practiced, it, it took a little longer to come out. So just don't be so hard on yourself, you guys. This is a training in evolution. You are literally evolving your brain. So let's put that in perspective. <laughs> Start with a breath, Eric, okay? okay? And when I see you again, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, I think I need to get into my... Oh, we have one more question, then we're going to get into our last song that will leave you with your seeds out into the world. Please. So I grew up partially Christian, and when I was turning like 11 or 12, I went through this huge Christian revelation and like got really deep into it. I prayed every night before I went to bed. But then in high school, it just kind of fizzled out, and I became an atheist. And it was only until recently that I kind of kept on having this like deeper feeling of like, I can't really think of a good word, but just like this knowledge of just like, it's not just like we're humans on earth. We are, there's like a feeling around all of us, but I kind of suffer from metacognition, which is like, it's the idea of that, oh, I'm just a human, which is an animal who has created this higher power to make me feel better about stuff and make everything kind of exist better. And so there's a lot of times where I go to that idea of faith and I kind of think like, but what is faith? Is it just chemicals in my animal brain that's making me think or feel better about something so I can, you know, cope with the idea of everything around me? I love it. I agree. That's why I keep coming back to the same thing. Just, just you know when you feel peace? Do you know that, those times? And when you feel love? And that's all we need to know, really. That's all we need to know is where we are right now. That's it. And then our brain, and especially if you did grow up, I'm assuming, in a religious background, you're kind of, you have a little bit of a leg up on me because I had to start from zero, like nothing, you know. But, but then you also have to rewire some stuff, it sounds like. You're working with that, right? So just, like I just said, come back to the center and let's just be here now, you guys. Let's be here now and be accountable for what we contribute. That's the most important thing as a human being. I don't care what your next life says you're going to do or whatever. We're here now creating. Create now and choose what you do, you're going to create now. And if you choose, you have a choice. Love or the other. Lower vibration. You know, and we all know that love grows and expands. It, it expands the heart. It expands experiences. So just break it down when it gets all... In your brain, just say, stop, what am I? And like, like, I forgot your name, I'm so, Jim was saying, what does love do? That's all you gotta know right now. And then that evolves, it evolves, but no pressure, just be love now. All right, you guys, is that helpful? All right, I think I have time for one more, right? Right, Jane, one more song? Okay. I. I'm going to call up my friends. Um, do you want to come up and sing? Ananda. <laughs> do you want? Do you don't have to. <laughs> He's always, I don't want to put him on. I, um, one of the things I had faith in was music. And I, before my before life, I was a professional musician, singer, songwriter, did a lot of, lot of venues where I would get off stage and just feel empty. And I was like, but I think music's the thing. 
I really do. And so this song that I'm going to share with you now, I, I, because of my faith in my vision, that music is one of my vehicles, um, I found and aligned with some incredible musicians and specifically into mantra. Mantra. Right, Ananda? <laughs> mantra. Ananda in there, he's, he's a teacher of mine. Oh, good for you. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you all know Ananda? He's amazing. And I, I asked the universe, you know, what is my purpose? Just get me to it. I'm 54. <laughs> and uh, he showed up in my life, and these beautiful musicians, Julie, guided me. It all came together. So there's my faith. Once again, playing out. And now I got to say, um, where I am now is I, I've been working. I'm at the trailhead of what I've been trying to get to for a long time. But you know what? There's no time like the present. So, <laughs> you don't have to be sorry for anything. Wait. Okay, so, this song is the, oh, sorry. Um, there, I said sorry. This song is The Journey. This song I wrote, it's called The Lantern. And The Lantern has such a beautiful symbology for me. The light of the lantern when you're in the dark woods. Um, but there's two parts I would love for you guys to share in singing. One is Om Hari Om. Can you say Om Hari Om? And the second one is Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. And you'll be singing with these beautiful people up here with me. So here we go. This is the journey. The lantern. Om Hari Om. Om Hari Om. Om Hari Om. Searching, searching. 
I was floating away, lost at sea, searching infinite galaxies for music and harmony. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Om Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ananda. Thank you all so much. Julie, Greg, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Thank you all. Thank you so much. And I want to say, hang on. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Unity, for being here for so. And thank you, all new, new people that have come into this community. I'm so excited. Every single one of you, really. Everything I heard, you guys all, you guys are all doing wonderful work, and I love being a part of your tribe. Thank you. Thank you.